We are back with yet another episode of the G Dirty Laundry Game Worn Hockey Podcast. Paul and Wade uh, join me again this week. How are we doing, gentlemen? Great. Uh, doing well. We, we've, uh, we're, we're into the, I say deeper into the playoffs than a lot of people thought we would be with having one sweep. And um, this one may or may not be. And, and as we're recording this, there's 12 minutes and 38 seconds left in the third, and it's a 2-2 tie. So we'll see if Dallas Dallas pushes this or if it turns into uh, like it did last night with five seconds to go uh, and its whole thing is settled. So um, we'll, we'll see values of jerseys or teams will jump up and down very quickly, I think, here. Uh, some hottest of the things... Jersey, uh, hottest jersey in hockey has got to be a, that Kachuk jersey right now. Oh, God. The guy's just on fire. Wait till they go to wait till Florida sells them, and I think they doesn't Florida do most of their stuff um, in store? Do they do much no. online stuff? I think they have a they have a online website, but they offer it like their own kind of like the kind of like some of the teams do, but they also have it like in their team store because we just had a friend that went down there, and you know they've got and they have like all kinds of stuff like you can buy the shoes, the you know everything out of this this team store. Yeah, uh, the, the store is getting excited for any of that stuff they get now because yeah, even just jump. going to the cup, it'll go insane. Price jump. Very much so. Um, and as we also are in this time of year, and we've already had uh, uh, covered that with uh, the, the wonderful stories that Paul Rank regaled us uh, last time with San Jose's sale, is we have a list of a bunch coming up here, uh, several scheduled for – June the 3rd, uh, one of the big ones, I know one of the very popular ones out there, uh, Calgary Flames will be on Saturday, June 3rd, 8 to 9.30 a.m. for season ticket holders and 9.30 to 1 um, for the public. Um, I bet people will be looking some for some Kachuk stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. Are uh, they doing jerseys at the sale? Because I, I thought so. Um, but let me – the Flames page was a little – because it, I think it was just announced today. Oh wow! Because um, I know the last couple of years the jerseys were basically the email race. Yeah, I remember. Uh, oh, and and then I think it was direct sales last year on the website. Or two I think years you're ago. correct. Actually, I think you are correct. I remember that popping up. Yeah, I think the last two years were direct on the website where you had seconds basically to choose the reverse retro you wanted. And before that, it was the email um, fun. And you usually hear that, and and I don't see it at all. Um, posted, uh, yeah. Here's the it's the Calgary team store was posted six hours ago. Uh, equipment sale will take place at the Skoda Bank Saddle Dome on June third. All it says is equipment sale. Uh, does not give any other details to. To what's what's what? covered, and uh, some some people in the comments asking about jerseys and different things. Um, no, no responses. We'll have to dig into that one. And if I find anything, I'll I'll put it out on the uh, dirty laundry page because I know that's an extremely popular one. Mm -hmm. uh, another to our former blue and Calgary great uh, Craig yes. Conroy. I'm getting the uh, one of my all time favorites getting the general manager job there. Yeah, and it's funny because some people are asking, hey, can we uh, – is there going to be autographs with him uh, during the, the equipment sale? And I, don't, yeah. I don't blame people for that. No. Um, let's see. Some, two other ones, 
I guess one we were talking about off the air before before we started the recording. Uh, the Sharks are doing a sidewalk sale on June the third, and they do say, and and Paul doesn't even know what the hell they mean with this comment is limited edition game used items. Not a clue. Um, <laughs> last year the sidewalk sale was two days, and it's the storage facility behind SAP Center where they keep a lot. Um, of the t-shirts and gear and stuff in this old building. And they have a fenced in area and it's outside. And last year it was mostly t-shirts, um, souvenirs, stuff along that line. It was crazy hot last year too. Uh, for the, and we still went both days, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, did this- bring, out a, bring out, out a rack of game worn jerseys. And, well, and and the way you were talking, it sounded like there was enough out there that they'll probably do that again. Yeah, I mean, the inventory is a lot less than what they had from last year, besides the older stuff. There's still um, a good number of game issued from like two two years plus ago. Blow that stuff out. You don't need to keep storing that crap that some people don't even know who the names of the people are. I mean, same way with art with the blues is is they hoard some of that stuff. It's like just get it out there. Yeah, I think uh-huh. they started doing that. Yeah, they started doing that. You know, that rack of the preseason jerseys last year. I think they I think they finally came to the realization that holding on to that stuff doesn't prolong the value. It only prolongs <laughs> how much stuff you got to move around. I don't disagree there. Uh, let's see, June, also June the 3rd, you've got two minor league ones that I saw pop up in the last, uh, one was today and one or a few days ago, I guess, uh, the Northfolk Admirals going to be 1230 to five Rockford Ice Hogs. There's a short, there's this 10 to noon. <laughs> they must not have a lot. I guess not, but yeah, uh, also June the 3rd, um, the uh, Blues did announce theirs. Theirs are going to be June 17th, which I'll be in uh, coming back from South Dakota, so I'm going to miss it. So Wade will do all our uh, all our news coverage and info from there. Yeah. Um, well, I, and they, I think they're doing the season ticket holder on Thursday. Yeah, that. June 5th from 5 to 7.30. So, and yeah. you have to have – and they made it abundantly clear, full season only. Yeah. And that's – a lot yeah. of that's been the – been the bitch that season full season ticket holders don't really get much anymore. So yeah. ah, you get that now. Are they going to check? You know, they never check before, but I think it's more to keep the riffraff away like me, but it probably won't work. Um, I usually have, I usually have access through friends with full season pass, you know, privileges. So, um, you know, I, their their sale is going to be interesting again. I know Doc, we've talked about it. You know, it seems like they're giving a, like giving away or selling a lot of the equipment stuff to some of those mm-hmm. third party vendors as far as pants and gloves and sticks and what have you. And then um, you know the jerseys, obviously, you know they do a different way. And, and the, the they did make it pretty clear, clear it's only practice jerseys that are going to be available at this event. But that could get interesting too because I know they still have a pile of those winter classic practice jerseys on the ringside site. So right. what they have will be interesting. The other thing that I noticed that I found very interesting was they said that they were going to have like youth gear available, which means they must be partnering with somebody to have that stuff there. Um, so that makes it. That's, or we've that's drafted good. some really small players. Yeah. That, yeah. 
it's all it's all Mike uh, Mike Hoffman and Tori Krug's gear. That's, yeah, that's that's all those guys. <laughs> the, the little kid, you know, little I mean, kid uh, group. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they have. I'll definitely, you know, um, I not knowing that there's not gonna be jerseys. Um, there was already a couple jokes made about my typically staying out there and sleeping out there the night before. I don't know if that's gonna happen. And with my partner Doc not being there to cuddle with. Yes. It's gonna make it, a little, it makes it a little less desirable for me. I'll but. think of you from a distance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, remember last year was so hot because it rained oh. and the humidity came in. We well, and we didn't know if we for a while we didn't know if they would still be able to do it because around St. Louis had horrible flooding. flooding I mean, yeah. flooded out the the MetroLink, all kinds of stuff. But but at least that area was good. Yeah, we were we were hot, but uh, just like Paul said for his, but it was that St. Louis humidity. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they have. And, and I, like you said, Doc, I think one of the things I love is hearing what everybody else's equipment sales look like. Um, you know, that's such a great thing that Paul provides such a in-depth look into it. So it's always neat to hear what everybody else is getting or seeing, you know. Yeah, and, and it's how the team, how those particular teams do it. And, and like, if we – I wish – to, I mean, this year's a bad year to do it with, with me being gone, but I wish we could push on the blues to get in similar to what Paul does is get some photos before and kind of, kind of document all of that. And, and I think that helps. So maybe, maybe we can pull that off for next year, get it in their ear more and say, yeah, Hey, absolutely. here's these other teams that do this. Would you allow us to do it for, for media purposes or if they're watching the video? Purpose? Please, If they're watching the podcast, please think of us. I'll, I'll send them the link. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of other big things I wanted to, to touch on this evening is you've got uh, two different auction houses going right now. One of which being uh, GameWarnAuctions.net. Um, I I had forgot this one was even out there just because I've been busy with other things and and Jersey auctions weren't as big a focus. But I was had pulled it up just to kind of see what blues and stuff were out there and was surprised how small this auction is. I mean, usually it's like hundreds of current game worn jerseys, hundreds or or a a good amount of the vintage, vintage and other things. And there's doing the count right now. I mean, there's two hundred and under three hundred total pieces. Some of which being yeah. autographed sticks, um, other game used items, masks, what have you. Um, but like the just under the game worn jerseys title, there's only a hundred and twenty four, and I that really surprised me. Yeah, they usually and that that's includes because they didn't even separate the vintage stuff. The right. only thing that's big in there is that they have this Russian jersey collection, which isn't something I collect, but they got a hundred of those. Um, I don't know, I don't know how in depth um, you know North American collectors are on that stuff, so it's not something that I I'm very knowledgeable about. Maybe one of you guys is. I I am not. I mean, some of them look really cool, but I wouldn't yeah. know the first thing about them. But also I mean, looking yeah, through them. I mean, I don't know enough about them to know if I'd be getting a good one or a bad one or, you know, what I would be getting. Right. And looking at the, I mean, a lot of them with 23 hours and 33 minutes to go. So, by the way, this closes tomorrow um, being Friday. If you're listening to this after then, it's too late. A lot of these Russian jerseys are starting at $75, have zero bids. So, I mean, if you want a cool design for under a hundred bucks, uh, take a find a name. on one of these. Yeah. Find a name of a guy that you're, uh, you know, maybe ran through your franchise. Yeah, sure. Or, or if you like, like I said, some of these designs are really, really sharp. Just to yeah, well, some of guys will buy these to skate in them. Really? 
because they because they like the design and stuff. I mean, a lot of collectors don't want to hear that, but but I know <laughs> guys that do. But I mean, again, if you're if it's a no name, but you want that cool design, why not? Yeah, uh, there are some really good looking jerseys here. Yeah, I'm kind of flipping through there right now. The other one uh, we need to talk about is and and I've seen this started hitting the uh, the regular news cycle across all the different platforms is gray flannels auction. They have one of Gretzky's last uh, jerseys from his very last Rangers game. Last wow. career point in this Jersey um, with 17 days and 51 minutes to go start. The, the minimum bid at the time was 50,000. It's currently $189,880 with just 11 bids. Um, wore four jerseys in the uh, the game, one for warm-ups, one for each period. Gretzky kept it from the uh, the third period. And this is uh, has all the proper tagging. It's signed and dated by him on the inside. It's signed and dated by the team. There's a Migray photo match LOA with it, a JSA LOA for the autograph, also uh, a letter from the team to the Rangers vice president. So good, solid documentation all around. I think there, there's no question of, I mean, we've seen a lot of the starter jerseys. Hey, is this one real? I mean, there's there's no question here at all. Yeah. It's Where does this go? God, I mean, it's got to be half a million and up in my opinion, just right off the hip, you know, if I'm guessing. What do you think, Paul? I, It's going to. I'm going to guess about the million dollar mark, give or take. Yeah. That, that'd be my over under on it. I don't know how, how I would bet on a million dollar one. Is there a reserve on this Jersey? It does not list one. Um, and maybe they knew they didn't have to, because it would blow through it. Uh, but yeah, it's the word on their page where it says current bidding minimum bid 50,000 current bid, uh, 189,880. 11 bids and then the, the clock before that you do. Um, and, and maybe if you're signed in and, and can see some more stuff, but you'd think that they would have that up, up there for anybody to see. Uh, but I do not see one listed. I, I mean, I can't imagine them thinking that it's not going to get where they want it to get. Right. You know, I mean, that's an incredible, I mean, it just is. It's an incredible. Recorded an assist for his 2,857th, and final career point in this jersey. So crazy, crazy piece. Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm thinking close to a million and a half. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I mean, I said half a million, but that's just like a starting number. I mean, I think you guys are definitely right. I mean, the right the right person's going to want to spend some money on that. And I mean, it's a Hall of Fame quality piece. I thought that was wish, wishful thinking on your part. <laughs> yeah, I was bidding. I, I if five hundred thousand, I'm in. Anything a penny over, it, I'm out. Yeah, and they, exactly. <laughs> he Wade's going all in. Oh, now he's out. Sorry. <laughs> um, just in in Gray Flannel's uh, premier lot, which is a lot of Gretzky stuff right now. They have a pair of uh, '80s photo matched uh, gloves, the giant orange gloves with the '99s on them. So yeah. 86, 87 skates that uh, look like it were matched by read the description, 500th goal skates, a lot of sticks, uh, Campbell conference, all-star Jersey. And this one's an, in, I need to look at the, the, 
the description is interesting uh, because it says sourced from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Which which item is that? This is the the Gretzky Campbell Conference All Star jersey, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah I see it right here. I'm looking at it. That's uh, a pretty incredible. Now, piece. and and so the description is interesting with with this one too. It says, due to limited availability and period imagery, Casey Samuelson was unable to pull a photo match, video match, confirming placement. The shirt is being offered as a game jersey only. The capacity in which period it was worn or if it was ever worn is not opined upon. Just below the inner rear collar is the mask tag. Adjacent is the Jerry Crosby tag. Size XL and washing instructions. Uh, just kind of skipping through here. Don't read it all. Fight. Fight straps present initials of the Hall of Fame curator are handwritten on the inner elbow pad and referenced in the accompanying copy of the LOA from the Hockey Hall of Fame, which states that Wayne Gretzky's 83 game wore all star jersey uh, and it bears the, uh, the initials of PJE inside and is signed by Peter Erickson. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That's pretty That's, incredible. It's interesting. Again, it's 16 days to go, so there's a lot of time. Minimum bids 5,000, current bids 5,000 with one um, one bid. And again, just looking by pictures, and I don't know anything on this time frame of these jerseys at all. But it's it's interesting that it that it came with Hall of Fame markings and stuff. How did it come out of the Hall of Fame is kind of what I'd want to know. Yeah, for sure. Because you usually don't handle that, take that stuff back over, do you? Well, no, if it's, I mean, I guess if, if I'm not mistaken, and from my own experience and with other things, if it was given to the Hall of Fame as a consignment, it could be taken back from the Hall of Fame, if that makes any sense. So let's say somebody owned well, it. They loaned they, it out. Okay. They loaned, yeah, they gave it to the Hall of Fame in a consignment to be used for whatever. It got marked by them to be inventoried for their stuff. And then that person could maybe request it back. That'd be my guess. And then they mark it inside. So people, so they can don't pick it up. Yeah. Where's that mark? And yeah, so you, know, you may be, it. you may be right. That's an interesting one. That'll be an interesting one to watch. Um, yeah, absolutely. You have, uh, I mean, those are beautiful jerseys. Oh yeah. You've got Connor McDavid's first ever captain's Jersey. Uh, currently 8,860 bucks. Uh, you've got a, a King Henrik photo matched goalie mask currently at twenty two thousand four hundred and thirteen dollars. Uh, a couple Crosby's photo matched a home and away from thirteen fourteen. Uh, bolt one at ninety five oh three. The other one at eighty six thirty nine. This one's an interesting piece if you collect uh, Olympic memorabilia, especially nineteen eighty. They have a Lake Placid nineteen eighty Winter Olympic silver medal from the Soviets. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Currently at $3,661. That uh, um, is very interesting. You know, the one I found that I thought was really neat in there was the, they have that New York Americans jersey from like the 30s from, uh, yeah. which I thought was like, man, 35, 36 Harry Oliver jersey. Like how often do you see a jersey that old? You know, and, and like, in that, in in that, that quality. Yeah. Like I, that was one of the ones that like when I first looked at it, I, I was like, just for the the mere fact that the thing is actually nearly a hundred years old at this point is just incredible. And you and know? Wade, you're the card expert because uh, you you've worked in that line of work for a while and kind of know how things are. Yeah. Have a 1979 uh, OPC Gretzky rookie card currently out here uh, with eight bids at four thousand one hundred eighty nine. Where does that go? 
you know, and then it's an eight, I believe. I mean, that's probably a ten thousand dollar card. Yeah, know? listed at eight. Rating. Yeah, at least. I mean, it really depends on how clean it is. People are really weird about those because they grade them high, even though some of them have the the kind of weird edge. Um, you know, I I guess I don't do enough anymore with the cards to know exactly where that would end up, but. You could definitely find comps of that, I'm sure, probably listed even on eBay, you know, um, yeah. at that grade. You know, you started getting into, you know, eight fives, nines, nine fives, and suddenly they become a lot more rare than an eight. Um, but still an incredible card. I mean, if you're looking for a fairly high grade Gretzky, I mean, you know, that's a it's a neat card. Got uh, Mike, Ritz, Mike Richter goalie mask and goalie pads out here in some different lots. Those are interesting. It's neat to see some of the things that show up. Uh, yeah, 2000, sure. 2001, Curtis Joseph, Toronto mask. Uh, you know, they always uh, have some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, Mike, uh, even I would be willing, I'd be curious where this one sells just because um, he was at the, even at the, 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 uh, Florida game the other night. There's a Yager 2004 practice worn and signed photo matched uh, All Star jersey. Wow! And it's cool. with 16 days. It's 550 bucks. Did you mention the Lundquist mask? Yeah, that's already at like 22 grand. I mean, that's really cool. It's still got the the chin uh, shield on it too. And that's neat. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're if you're into if that, I mean, that's got to be a pretty pretty neat and rare piece. But like even with Yager, his stuff is still so popular because he's still playing. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. insane. He just seems like he's probably the like the coolest guy, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lots of interesting pieces out here. Even uh, Gordy Howe signed personal hospital check chest X ray. <laughs> Though that's some kind of stuff that po pops up, and you're like, wow, to just have it and say, look. Hey, yeah, look. Hey, look what I got. Um, but it, it would have been it's signed best always. And it has his autograph on it. Be, it'd be more interesting if it was tied to him getting hurt in a game and they did a, a yeah. x-ray yeah. post game. Uh, so I thought those were some different pieces. You got some other, uh, Chris Jellio, some stuff out here, Martin, uh, St. Louis, uh, Rangers, uh, different, different lots of stuff. And, and you've got some time to go. Like I said, Game worn auctions, their stuff ends tomorrow. If you want to look through any of those, um, gray flannel, you got a little bit of time, but we'll all see where the, uh, the Gretzky one goes and see if our, uh, our guesses were even close. Yeah. No kidding. I, I know I'm not a player on it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Paul, you, Paul may be the closest. It could be yeah. a player. I, I Paul's, know Paul's been pretty it. quiet. Maybe Paul's, maybe Paul's eyeing it. He's, he's not really saying oh, no. that. No, I, I gotta say, we gotta be closer on those. Um, I'm predicting the bids and we are, are on our Stanley Cup Finals predictions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoa. But we won't bring those up. It's, yeah. Uh, Florida Florida's just been a monster. This I'm, I mean, I hate to be kind of distracted, but I am over the shoulder watching the uh, the game right now. Oh, yeah. I see it. I've got it pulled up on my phone, just a score sheet. Two to two go, uh, going into the to overtime. I will yeah. say, we've say, seen some of the best overtimes across the entire playoffs this year. Absolutely. And just some of the crazy crap. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. I mean, like I was laughing. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw some of Rod Brendamore's uh, <laughs> comments. I mean, like there was some wild stuff going on this year. It's you know, I mean, we weren't like, we weren't swept. I'm sorry, no, how do you figure that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like a. Uh, I, I'm curious to see. I keep waiting to see if he's going to end up catching a fine for that. 
because that's a real, I mean, he's really dancing close with basically like saying the refs didn't do a very good job, you know? And I think that's really what he's saying without saying it. So it'll be interesting to see how that gets played out. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a, uh, a good thought. And even listening to, um, Again, I'm, I'm a, like plugging other podcasts because, hey, they're good and they don't compete with us. Is a daily face-off. Uh, listen to theirs today. They broke down was the um, was it goaltender interference, and they all agreed that it was. They yeah. and why the NHL didn't call it, um, they're they're surprised about. There's been a, I mean, there's been a couple of them. I mean, there's you know. The, the 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 at the end of the Toronto series with Florida, the the goal that you know, uh, you know, there's been a few of them across the the league. Oh, by the oh no, I, I, never mind. I thought I just saw them score, but it's a uh, it's a. Uh, It'd been funny if you a, jumped up screaming. Uh. I, I, might, I might. No, it's you know the the. I mean, that's always the, the craziest thing for me about all sports at this point is with all the camera views and stuff when there's still mistakes made or things missed, like there's so many ways that they can, you know, but then you take away the human factor of the game. So like there's, there's questions across the whole, whole sports world about all that stuff. So probably not the podcast for that. Um, some of the other things that I've seen and, and I don't, to make it clear, I mean, we're, we're very open and we cover it all. Uh, we're not, we don't as say protect people. We don't, like try to initially like bash people, but I know I I've heard some different rumblings in the hobbies on, on some things. One of which the Minnesota wild opened up a huge amount of stuff in their store for sale. And uh, I think some of the jerseys were like 75 bucks a piece and really? somebody bought a ton of them. Um, and, and some of the comments people are expecting to see him hit the market at stupid high prices. So we've dealt with that at the blues level. Uh huh. Um, and, and even some of the, the bulk buying companies that seem to talk to the blues before anybody else. And yeah, jack them yeah. up three times what the team had them for. No, for sure. I mean, here at the end of the day, if you're the, you know, it's, it's, a, there's a market value part to it. Um, you know, there's, if you're the guy that gets in first, you get the chance to do that. I mean, every, obviously you never want to see anybody try to abuse, abuse it, but unfortunately, you know, we're, we're, if you get a good value on something, sometimes people are going to try to make money. You know, we've had the conversation and I get frustrated and we all get frustrated with people flipping stuff from time to time. I mean, you know, you know, and a lot of times in my opinion, you, you know, that leads to people bidding stuff up and, you know, it, it gets to be, you know, uh, it makes the hobby a little less fun sure. when you feel like, when you feel like you're not necessarily competing with people who are, doing it the same way that you want to do it. If that makes any sense. It, it, it does. I mean, I, on the Minnesota wild um, issue, there were, well, I, I guess a modest amount of gear, which lasted a few days. They had a rack or two of $75 jerseys and they were either all game issued, very lightly worn or Traverse city jerseys. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and somebody and, went in and bought most of them. I'm sorry. Did somebody go in and buy most of them? Is that well, the the problem? Well, what happened the day one, um, they sold a lot of them, and then supposedly they had 20, 25 of them left, and someone came in and purchased them on day two. All of them. Yes, the remaining twenty something yeah. of them. Yeah. So it's 
not not a crazy you know crazy number of them you know sure but still i mean it's um yeah so, so those went on day two my understanding is gear lasted at least another day or two you know gloves and stuff but yeah they've been really they used to put a lot of the jerseys out on their website and that kind of fell away so now it seems to be like only in person and and i know again like any other team you have not just local people that want that stuff yeah you're right no welcome to the internet teams use it a little bit yeah yeah well we gotta get one of your we're gonna use one of your i was waiting for one of your sound effects there Oh, oh! <laughs> we haven't gotten any sound effects lately. <laughs> yeah, 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 the money yeah, one there. Yeah. We've missed sound effects the last couple. I need weeks. to need to start hitting those buttons more often. Um, yeah, we like that. <laughs> well, and and it's. The, the hobby is never going to be perfect. We're all going to get frustrated with, it, especially because yeah. we're all trying to get the same stuff. But when when you have people again buying those big lots, and in some cases, if they're get the Adidas stuff seems to be more popular right now because they're harder to get. Is guys as we've talked about in past podcasts stripping it to put better stuff on it? As long as they're not selling it that way. And I will say, I saw a great post, and I can't remember what what jersey it was, what team it was, whatever, but it was one of the the authentics groups. Somebody bought uh, a game-issued, possibly game-worn, I don't remember, jersey. They showed that they had it stripped, put the new player on it, The and they said that the set tag inside, and it had the other player's name on it, uh, was still there. Somebody actually commented, hey, my thought would be to unstitch that and remove it completely so there is never, ever any confusion that that was game worn and the owner of the Jersey agreed and said, you know, what? I'm going to do that. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I thought that it was a great, the, the, the person wasn't attacking him for it. Hey, I mean, bitching them for doing this said, just made the suggestion knowing that there can be confusion in the hobby of what that is. Yeah. By removing it now. Yes. The Jersey does have some wear. I think I remember this now, but there's no confusion because the team had set stamps for everybody and it wouldn't you yeah. couldn't be passed off easily as a game worn and in that case i kind of like seeing the set tag state in the jersey when it's altered yeah and especially i, I kind of agreed too because it had the players name the original exactly. name. yeah yeah I mean, in that case leave it in there write something on it but you know write you know, stripped and altered and put your initials and, and the date on it or something. Yeah, inside the fight tag or something. Yeah, something. I mean, do it on the fight tag and then write it on that, even write it on that, you know, on that, you know, tagging, whatever. Just do something to denote it to help for the future. Because here's the thing. I mean, we can all think we're going to be able to keep track of this stuff, but, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the road, you know, right. who knows if I'm even going to be here. You know? We've sold, yeah, we knew it was stripped or whatever, and then it's been sold three down, and then magically it's on an auction house for, look, there's game wear and this and that. And, oh, sure. uh, and, and, and that's what bothers me about removing the game-worn tag, which identified it to another player, just sure. like removing and, a migrate tag, which you can look up in the uh, population I, report and know it's a different player. Yeah, I agree. Except if it's spelled with two O's, then it's much harder to uh, – to look up. 
Yes. I, as, I as Barry, what... Barry can attest to many times when those get shared. I, I love those between those and the, the mm. uh, cut up Jersey cards where it's the whole migrate tag in the Jersey card. I love those too. I, I've seen a few of those float around. I, like, uh, I actually love when you see those. Yeah. One of the things I, again, talking about the, the constructive criticism that we've seen lately on some posts and, and Wade, you may know this one as well in our group, uh, there was a gentleman posted a, a older Jersey up in a lot of the other game worn groups. It's a blues Jersey wasn't in ours and somebody must've questioned him. Hey, I'm surprised you haven't posted it in here. And he actually made a post saying, well, people know what I paid because of people tracking all the auctions and this stuff. And it was, it was kind of off putting to him. So I actually, I typed out a long thing and said, listen, the reason I started doing that is one. So, so I can track, trends of players if yeah. if there's a certain player i want and the last six jerseys have sold for 650 dollars around there well that's what this one should probably sell for yeah and it's yeah. it doesn't as i even told the guy in the thing i said it doesn't mean you can't ask more because you own it you can do what you want but it's it's so more of a yeah. trend and, and the, the, then he was okay once we, we explained some of that. He commented back, appreciated that, and then posted it. Yeah. And for me, it's one of those things like, you know, listen, there's a ebb and flow to what these things are worth. I mean, there are going to be sometimes you get something and it becomes more valuable. And that happens. There are other times it becomes less valuable. Us keeping track or you keeping the list and all of us looking at it to see what stuff's selling for is only fair to yourself as a collector. You know, there's plenty of jerseys out there that I have in my collection that I probably paid too much for. And here, at the end of the day, if you're a guy going on an auction and you're buying at some level second tier players or bottom six guys or last pair of defenders or call ups and stuff like that. And when those auctions are going off and you're paying whatever you're paying for, them, I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you. There's a good chance you're not going to get that back for it on the secondary market. But in the same sense, we fought through a while back where, you know, like we were talking about where people buy the things at the auctions and those jerseys may be worth more than what you paid for them. And there is a market value to that. And trying to control that is difficult. Um, you know, in the case that you're talking about, that jersey is worth what the gentleman was asking for. It. And I believe he sold it for what he was asking. Yeah, it didn't hang out long. And he wasn't wrong, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a guy like me, when I'm looking at it, I, I went back and looked at what it sold for that. I, I knew it was worth more than that. And I was OK with that, um, you know, for our group and, and for the hobby. There are times where if you see somebody trying to gouge somebody and putting up stuff, you know, here, I'll give you the example. When I see a guy flipping a jersey who bought it in one of the current auctions for five hundred dollars. And then if they put it up two weeks later for twelve fifty that that's something that for our members, it's the right thing to say, Hey, you know, like you just bought that two weeks ago for five fifty. you know? Right. And if something happened in the career in those two weeks that yeah. could jam that price well, up, fine, but, but not just because. Just because, just because somebody else missed out. And that's, that's where, you know, like we talked about off, off camera a couple of times, that's where frustration in lies sometimes with, with that, you know, there's been times recently for me where, Maybe I missed something at an auction knowing I got outbid by people bidding stuff to bid on it, getting one. And then two weeks later wanting to move it. You're just like, to me, like here, I've told you sometimes for me that that makes, that takes away a little bit of the fun in the hobby for me a little bit. And that's yeah. just being honest. 
Because yeah, well, you fought so hard to get it, and then you why are you getting rid of it? And I know I understand things happen to all of us. We're okay. We've just I just got to move some stuff, and I know this is popular. I need to get it out, but yeah. just know that there's and and again, if it if the auction just happened a few weeks ago, the Blues mm-hmm. app you can look back pretty far. Oh, you don't even need my sheet for the Blues <laughs> pricing, and I and I don't know if if other. Um, if other teams, people are tracking this stuff like, like, well, if it's on Gizmart, we, you know, if it's on the, the, that app, you could track if you're a member to whatever, you could track any auction from any team that uses that, yep. that format. Um, and that's just the truth, you know. Paul, what do you think? I mean, you know, how do you feel about that on from your collective, your stance, from your team? I, I mean, I do. <sighs> There, there's a couple issues with it. First off, you know, I, I like to know what things sold for in the past and how, how the market's changing on that. And, and it's, you know, two, two weeks, as you mentioned, it's awfully short time. It really that doesn't matter. But once you start getting into months and years past, it's, yeah. it, it, it's a nice little reference point. I mean, we have, where I'm struggling with this is, in the main group, we have the issue of some people constantly price shaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's asking a grant for that, you know, whatever. And they'll, they'll come up and say, hey, that was at an equipment sale a month ago for $800 or, you yeah. know, or, or, or whatever, or point to the auction at it. And how I feel about this is when you own the jersey, you have the right to ask whatever you want for it. Absolutely. And you know, the, the, the market will, you know, correct itself on that. And sure. it doesn't, so, so I'm torn on, is it okay to post the old auction prices underneath it? Probably not on someone else's sales post, especially the way a lot of people do this. Yeah. And um, in the main group, it's been problematic because it usually turns in, it turns ugly a lot of the time. Yeah, sure. I'm deleting a lot of, comments on it and i i'm a big i don't think you should price shame anyone i'm not a big fan of that i'm a big believer and if you don't like it just move forward um you know here at the end of the day i'm a i I tell people this all the time people make a lot of poster stuff and if it's not priced right it's not gonna sell you know and you see you see plenty of people that constantly make posts and they have the stuff and it's the same post months months after months after whatever and, you know, they constantly, you see them dropping it 50 bucks or a hundred bucks every time. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's too much, nobody's going to buy it. And if it's priced right, there's usually somebody looking for it and they're going to pay for it if, they, if they're comfortable with it. And at the end of the day, it's nobody's place to decide what's right, you know? Um, and in, in regards to, to the, the particular jersey that, that we were seeing was a, was a cup jersey. There's not it's been uh, several have hit the market recently, which was kind of a, a little bit odd, but sometimes that happens. It's yeah. always funny because you see them pop up in groups and then you yeah, won't see them. Or, yeah. But uh, I didn't see a single one of them priced wrong. And no, no. Went. And the one that sold was probably the most extraordinary of players level wise. You know, it was definitely a top tier player and that one sold. Now, and I know the sellers of all the items. And at the end of the day, the other ones are priced accordingly. But there are guys who either moved on, you know, aren't with the team anymore. And, and if that's, it kind of falls back to that comment we were talking about, I made earlier, which is, you know, a lot of times if you're getting some of those tiered guys, 
you know, unless it becomes something extraordinary, it becomes harder down the road to, to do that. You know, I mean, here, like, I'll give you a great example. Like Kyle Braziak was a guy who, when he was in St. Louis, everybody loved him. He's a third or fourth line guy, tough guy, you know, grinder. I mean, at the time, you know, that was a guy that probably garnished a lot of bids. Unfortunately, like you try to sell one of his jerseys now, it's not desirable. He's many years removed from being a blue that the younger fans are like, who? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that happens, you know, it's a, what have you done for me lately thing? You know, obviously uh, on a different level, if you have a Ryan Reeves, you know, different, different takes. So those are still very popular and sell very well, similar kind of thing, but totally different outcome. Sure. And some of the guys who set themselves apart, like uh, one of the prime examples is Carl Gunnarsson was yeah. not a, a flashy player, not a, not yeah. a fantastic player, but his quote is remembered from him being next to, next to uh, our coach before. I think we went to overtime when he scored yeah. that goal. And he's, and now that's what he's known for. Absolutely. But here, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of those kind of guys. And, and at the end of the day, the, the value of this stuff is going to set its own precedent, you know, sure. like, we talked about before with some of these sales and the, the guy that bought the wild jerseys for $75, you know, here, if he can turn those into 250, 300, 500, if he got a really good one or a guy that's coming up, you know, unfor- you know, good for him. You know, it, 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 a lot of time, if you can't be there or you weren't there, or you didn't put in the time to be there, then unfortunately you're going to have to pay a price for the, to the person who, did acquire this stuff or they'll sit and then eventually you'll see the, the yeah. And if, yeah, yeah. And if that person is really out of line, then they're not going to sell and you'll get it at some point. Right. You and know, and I think in the, in the, in the blues jerseys, at least for the cup ones, I think one of the most desirable ones is the, the last, the blue one, which was like the one that sold because it, it was at, because the, the players got the whites to keep, but the blue, the white, or sorry, the blues were game six and they wore them in the, in the parade. Oh. Yeah, so there's a thousand massive, photos. Yeah, massive pictures of every player. And everybody yeah. loved the parade. I mean, people, I mean, absolutely, yeah. you know, like, you know, oh, my, hey, Dallas just scored. And it was, it was Joe. Wow. Joe, Joe pushed it to uh, at least, at least it's not a, a sweep now. Yeah. Uh, they might challenge it. Hold on. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I don't have the game. <laughs> I was like, man, he must be ahead of me because I don't see a challenge happening. I was like, Watch, they'll call goaltender interference on it. Oh man! <laughs> so, I, you know, and, and 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 like I said, those other you know the other finals jerseys for the Blues that are out there are great jerseys, and I think that the right person is going to. They actually are watching it. It looks like so. Who knows what's going to happen here? Nothing would surprise me in the NHL right now. No, me neither. But, you know, here, I mean, like, you know, we were talking about, and I'll bring up a a reference I've used in the past for some of these sale jerseys. You know, I was able to, and I talked about him earlier. Craig Conroy is one of my all-time favorite blues players. I loved his style from an era when I was really growing up into being a blues fan. Um, You know, his jerseys prior to that summer sale were probably a thousand and up. And if it was a clown style, it's even more than that. He's an extremely popular player, um, has a following. Um, you know, I was able to acquire from that summer sale for a very reasonable price, a home and away jersey, which I value substantially in my collection. Um, prior to the summer sale, if somebody would have offered me one of those jerseys, I probably would have paid over $1,000 for it. Now that I have them and at the summer sale, there were a few other ones and they've kind of not flooded the market, but they filled the market. 
you know, it's probably a $700 and $800 jersey to, to the right collector now. The, the market changed. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just what it is. Now, if somebody got those for the $100 or the $150 at the summer sale, they should not have had to sell that for $100. It doesn't make sense. No. You know? Yeah, but if it's a no-name guy, like I've seen one of the companies that has a bunch on on one of the, the sites online, 250 bucks a pop for Traverse City jerseys. Oh, crazy. Of, of so players you don't know who the hell they are. Well, no, I'll, give you a great, I'll give you a great one that just closed on, on eBay, and I was watching it. The, Vlasher Nagy, who played for the Blues for a short period of time, ended up having a couple pretty good years in, um, in Arizona. Which we'll talk about Sports, them in a minute. Scoring <laughs> player. Um, one of the, his jerseys was just on eBay and it actually closed last night. And I ended, it ended up going for, I think five or five fifty somewhere right around there. I'd have to look, I didn't bid on it. I did watch it. I think it was an initial bit of like three ninety nine, sold for in the like five twenty, let's say. Um, probably a Jersey that came from that summer sale that somebody paid 150 bucks for. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's worth what it was worth in that auction. I mean, that just is what it is. Yeah. The, the market's going to uh, dictate everything, be it an auction, be absolutely. it posting it in a, in a Facebook group. And, and if it sells right away or if it floats, yeah. the other thing is too, is even like, I, I don't own any cup jerseys. I wish I did, but I have uh, some Western conference finals ones. So mm -hmm. seeing where the current market is for the cup jerseys and how much more they've appreciated, that's going to pull up the Western conference finals ones too. Absolutely. Yeah. The so, cup year stuff, you know, um, I famously got a, that, that year we were so bad. The first, the first part of the year, a January. Uh, correct. Oh, I January. won in auction and you could look it up. At, I, I, you got to actually look it up on your list. I won a Tarasenko cup year set one Jersey. Um, directly from the blues auction and i paid less than a thousand dollars for it it's a cup year tarasenko jersey it's worth way more than that but unfortunately at, at that time yep. they were so it was bad a down, it was a down no, market the market was terrible for them and i scored a great jersey that's worth way more than the 900 i paid for it well, you know, that's a win for me sure but i also a have, lot of that yeah i also have a jacob Delarose jersey in my my collection that <laughs> I'll never be, you know, that he exactly, but you get my point. I mean, right. I've got good ones and bad ones. It happens. All of us do. Um, and, and you mentioned the, uh, the Coyotes. Arizona. Um, we don't know for sure what's going to happen. It looks like the writings on the wall where they end up somewhere else, but the freaking commissioner says, Oh no, they're, they're staying in Arizona. I don't know how the hell that's going to happen. I think they're still but, dancing with trying to find them somewhere to build something. <laughs> But my, my question is this, is if Arizona or – and the past teams we can compare this as well – is if Arizona moves to what – be it Texas, uh, Houston's one of the places talked about, Kansas City's been on reference to a few other places. When they move from – and I know Arizona's a shitty team anyway, so maybe this is a bad example – is do, does the desirability of those jerseys go up or down? Or just bigger name guys that that like Clayton Keller and some of those the the guys that are going to be stars wherever they go if they if they even leave the team, because like you don't see a lot of uh, another shitty team that that used to be around the the Thrashers you don't see many of those jerseys pop up, but do they hold a bigger value now that the team still exists but there's somebody else? Yeah, for me it's one of those things like. I think the, the Thrasher's jerseys kind of tell the story. 
Um, the one thing about Arizona is they've obviously been there for 30 years almost, or give or, you know, however many years. I think it's, they've been there 30 years. Yeah, um, 90, 96, was that the first well, year they started, I think? I, yeah, no, it was earlier than that, I think. It was probably like 93, 94 when they moved there. Um, but, you know, when you look at it and it's 30, you know, 25, 30 years worth of jerseys, um, you know, at the end of the day when they're gone, people will care less. I think what, you know, Obviously, people that are fans in Arizona will probably care less about having them. Um, at some point, it becomes a niche market. You know, Atlanta was a much shorter time. And those jerseys still sell, not at a premium, but if you get a good player and whatever, they're interesting. Um, you can also, you know, if I throw it to the AHL, you know, the Blues or, or San Antonio, that franchise became the Henderson team. There's no longer hockey in, San, you know, in San Antonio. Those jerseys used to sell for pretty good money and were very popular when it was an AHL franchise city. And, you know, they had a lot of pretty good diehard collectors there and that stuff's, I mean, you know, tanked, you know, as far as value goes. Plus they also were a franchise that, you know, they were the coyotes, then they were the um, Colorado, then the blues. So, you know, they're, they're NHL change. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, those were jerseys that when they were the Blues affiliate, they were getting big money for some of that stuff. And now, I mean, you could, you know, pennies on the dollar, I think almost. Sure. And yeah. And um, Arizona actually did start 96. They were Phoenix Coyotes, 96 to 14. Okay. And then 14. And now the Arizona Coyotes currently at, at least the best named arena, the Mullet Arena. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. And they've done some great marketing with selling mullets at those at the Coyotes <laughs> games, by the way. But I, I was just because I mean you got to and like you said, Wade is is this team has been around a lot longer and you've got big name guys you've been that have come through there and of course even Gretzky coached them and you've had Kachuk down there, um, Doan, uh, uh, Ronick, Hall. You you've got a lot of big names, but there's also a lot of names that nobody's going to remember. Absolutely. Period. But I'll be curious if down the road the values of those come up just because they don't exist and. Yeah. They stop. I mean, there's no more. Well, a guy like Shane Doan, who played, you know, his whole career for that franchise. Yeah. You know, when that franchise is gone, you know, who, who, who holds his hat anymore? You know, like where, like there's, there's, and you, there's other players you can think about that had that happen in their careers as well. You know, when, the, like when the franchise is gone, like where's the connection to those things go? I mean, like even a guy like Keith Yandel, who played a long time oh, in Arizona. Yeah you know, an Ironman kind of guy. I mean, his jerseys are extremely reasonably priced. One, because there's not a ton of people buying Arizona jerseys. And two, because there's a ton of them out there. For what he is, that should be a much more expensive jersey. Right. Um, I mean, most of the pricing for Phoenix slash Arizona is very, very reasonable yeah. compared to the, the rest of the league. But but like we said too, is getting the money back out of those later is going to be pretty rare. Again, if you unless you've got somebody like Keller or or a big name guy, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're never going to get hurt on a Jeremy Roenick jersey. You're never no, going to get hurt. On uh, or Phil Phil Castle will be another one to have. Yeah, absolutely. You know that will also carry value. Never going to get hurt on a guy that's a all time player. Because I actually I couldn't. You'll laugh because I couldn't pull out Phil Kessel's name. So I did a Google search for fat NHL players because they always pick on him. And there's actually a list. I'll read this again. Complete side note thing has nothing true to do with with uh, 
game worn, but they have a list of the 15 fattest NHL players. Uh, Mark Recchi, uh, one guy I don't know about. 13, we, Wade, you and I are familiar with him because he was even suspended when he came into camp. Uh, I know. Kachuk, yeah. Uh, and, and that Kachuk jersey just sold the one with the, uh, the hurricane patch. The reason it was issued because he was suspended for being fat. Yeah. Uh, Tim Thomas, number 11, of course, Phil Kessel. Um, some of the How guys a lot higher. Yeah. Um, Bruce Boudreaux was listed as a, as a fat guy. Um, some of these names are, are older guys, Gump Worsley, but don't, I mean, I don't consider that because they didn't work out like the, the more modern NHL guys do. They didn't look like the guys that no. Dustin Bufflin was rated number one. Yeah. fattest. The, some of the some of the Phil Kessel stories are like phenomenal, and they talk about some of the stuff that like play like former teammates will talk about like what they've caught him eating, or like like some of the stuff like having like sodas during the game. You and, know like, what? Who gives a damn? Look at how he plays. Do it. Do it. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not yeah. knocking. He's in the NHL. If he can eat like that and his body doesn't cause him issues, more power oh, to you. Absolutely, absolutely. We're all wired different, you know. Right. Um, anything else on, I mean, we've, we've covered a lot of, of different areas at the moment. Um, I mean, wanted to touch on some of those sales. If we get more, uh, in the meantime, we'll do that. Say the Gretzky Jersey caught my attention today. I, I had missed it before and, and some other things going on in the, uh, the hobby world, anything else on either one of your minds, uh, Paul, start with you. If you got anything else. Well, we got the Dusseldorf Expo coming up. Oh, yeah. I have the dates on that, uh, which I did not the last show, August 26th and 27th. So. Not long. I mean, especially if you're planning on going overseas, now's the time to get that stuff booked. Yes, yeah. To, to, uh, we've booked our plane tickets to it, and they're still reasonable. It's um, You can fly all the way to Germany to meet Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's looking good. forward to that, so – and um, I, I know there's a few other expos which have been announced besides the Migray one. Which mm-hmm. uh, we'll try. Yeah. I'll try and dig some of those dates out. I I I kind of wish, and maybe we need to make one again. Not like we need more game worn pages, but maybe like a central page for all the expos, so anybody can post them there. I um, actually have that on my website, and okay. I've been negligent on keeping yeah. it up to date. We're all Paul. We're all busy. I mean, we yeah. were supposed to start recording this an hour sooner than we did and and three minutes before i'm hitting record i had to go deal with an issue and it's it's hey that's welcome to life this is we're not none of us are being paid for this so uh, I'll, I'll add it to my to-do list for this weekend. <laughs> there you get the long holiday weekend you might you might as well the goal by the way the goal did stand so we're going to uh to game five on saturday it's saturday afternoon i think so nice so when it, if they win, if Vegas wins, the the rumor is the game one will start Wednesday instead of the instead of June the third. June the third is so far away. There's, I mean, I well, but initially when you don't expect both teams to possibly sweep the the conference finals, you plan for that. But at least sure. they can move it up. Could you imagine if they couldn't? No, absolutely be crazy. I mean, that's just such a long time to sit. I mean, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Um, Wade, any final things you want to touch on? No, I mean, I think we've hit a lot of topics today. It's always, it's always fun. You know, we always talk about so many different things. I, I always think the one thing I want to throw out there is if somebody does watch and or listen to this, 
you know, our opinions are usually just based on us trying to think about what's best for the hobby or what have you. And I never want anybody to take anything the wrong way. Um, you know, when we're discussing pricing or sales or whatever. And I think that's just kind of something as we've done so many of these now, it's important to say that I just, you know, um, you know, we're, we're all doing this from a, a passion standpoint and a love of what we all love. Um, so I would hate for anybody to ever to take anything out of context the wrong way or feel like it's an attack. Yeah. You kind of mentioned that earlier. So yeah, that's just something that felt like we, I wanted to say tonight at the end of this, you know? No, no you, you make a fantastic point is, is we're here to, to educate, to have a good time um, and, and always grow the hobby. We're never going to come on this show and, and bash a collector. And, and two of the discussions we had were about very positive interactions of, Hey, what about doing this? And, or, okay, I felt uncomfortable putting this here because, yeah. and once we explained why things were being done, they were all about it. And, and sometimes it's just a conversation needs to be had. And I just felt like it was kind of one of those things tonight. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it as, as I'm kind of, you know, I think one of the things that all of us have is a passion for this stuff. And, and I, I love, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, I love autographs and I love baseball cards and I love these hockey jerseys and I love just collecting. And I love, um, I've made the comment and we've all made it before. I love the people as much as anything else. I've been so lucky and blessed in my life to have met some amazing people and friends in this that are from tons of different backgrounds, tons of different places, but um, share a common thing. And I think sometimes we can lose, lose track of what that is. And, and, um, and I think it's important that we just remember that this stuff is stuff that we all care about and have a passion for. And, and that's important sure. to me. I mean, uh, it's, it's a hobby. It's, I know some people do business with them, but we're still, yeah. I mean, we're still all friends. And at the end of the day, yeah. it's, it's those connections. I mean, that the jerseys bring us together, but that's not the absolutely. end of it. Well, absolutely. Hey, that, so uh, that's, that's my final thought. I like it. <laughs> I figured I hit the button a few more times. And by the way, gentlemen, this is episode number 20. Woo. The, uh, uh, we are, are climbing the charts and the, the number of episodes and we'll, we'll keep rolling through it. And the, the listenership has been great. Um, I hate to be the annoying person when you watch any of these podcasts or, or anything or, or listen, listen or watch whatever, like, and subscribe through all the different ways, because one of the, say my long-term goals is watching some of the metrics is if we hit certain things, there'll be, and I can't even tell you what it, how much it'll be. YouTube takes forever, but on the Spotify side of things, if you hit certain metrics, they'll start giving us permission to do ads, which will generate revenue. My plan, and I'll, I'll just put this out to everybody is if we generate a little bit of money, all it's going to be is for us to maybe purchase something game used and do a giveaway now and then. It's not going in any of our, there's not going to be enough revenue to generate anything for us to, to live off of that kind of stuff. We're not podcasters with a million followers or, or million views or whatnot. Yeah. But we're getting close with the Spotify stuff that, and I don't even know what, how much their ads even pay. I, but I would like to get to a point where maybe it generates a little bit and we can pick up a cheap Jersey and give it away as a, as some kind of um, some kind of deal down the road. Sure. Yeah, so anything, just fun stuff like that, just have a, a good time and make some extra things. Gentlemen, another great show in the books. I appreciate your time. And, um, again, we'll, we'll uh, as we get more, more um, 
equipment sales and stuff going or, or if different teams are doing sales or, or weird things, we will let you know. See you next time, boys. Uh...